And that is the L.A. Clippers theme song. Bro, why y'all got to clap my boy the Clippers like that? Hold on, oh. I got to do my all right. All right. All right. Welcome to the <laughs> I Can't Deal With This Podcast. Avery over here clowning already. All right, yeah. as most of us know by now. Literally. The Cli- <laughs> yeah, most of us. Um, the Clippers lost to the Nuggets, blew a 3-1 lead, and lost to the Nuggets. Jamal Murray getting 40 points. Um, Kawhi, I think Kawhi only got like 12. I think Paul George only got like 14 or something. They went, they combined for like, 27. I think they combined for like 27, but I think that they like in the fourth quarter like didn't make a shot. Like I, I don't think that they Kawhi, made a Kawhi single shot. They made one shot. It was like it took the LA Clippers. He went six. one for 12 in the second half. I don't know if that was in no, the, it was the fourth quarter. Okay, but dude, that like, do you think that this is tarnished Kawhi's legacy? Because dude, last year like we put Kawhi in one of the best like. As one of the best postseason players of all time, I mean, he won the MVP uh, uh, Finals MVP with the Spurs. He won the Finals MVP with the Raptors, which came out of nowhere. And now he's on the Clipter Clippers, which should have gone real far, but in, instead it didn't at all. I think yes, this will always live on Kawhi's legacy. Like, I think the difference is. Because he's, like, put in the same era with, like, LeBron, even though he doesn't usually get matched to him as much. I don't think LeBron ever lost, like, a 3-1. No, he never has. Never. I mean, he's lost series, but he's fought hard in each one, and he's always tried and everything. But I'll be honest, I watched that full game. The Clippers had the lead at some point, and then, like, in the second second part of that game, it didn't look like anyone in the Clippers wanted to win. Like, the Denver Nuggets broke that team. Paul George took a side shot and hit the fucking like it hit like the back of the backboard. Like I'm yeah, sorry for cursing like, there, but looking like me, I was like, "What, Kobe? In the world? It took the Clippers like six minutes in the fourth to score anything." Like, That's wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, Kawhi on the Raptors, that dude was fierce. It's almost like it's like a, a different human. Not even now, they had a better team than the Clippers. With him on it. Well, I think it goes... I saw a thing. It was saying that, like, towards the fourth, they had awful load management. So, people were tired, you know? Oh, well, you wouldn't be tired if you finished the series off. You know, they, they were like, you know, we, we were tired. You know, we, we had to sit for two minutes, get out there for three or whatever. And I'm like, you you guys, like, this is... I think, I think hopefully, the Denver Nuggets prove having a well-rounded team is better than having two superstars. It's even worse because it wasn't even in the, like, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, I think that if I think that it, I'm I'm with Avery. I think that if the Clippers would have lost to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, it would have been like, oh yeah, we saw that coming. This is the Lakers. But with the Utah, like not, not the, the Utah, Utah Jazz, Jazz, with the, the Denver, Denver Nuggets, Nuggets like yeah, I knew where the Jazz are off the field. <laughs> Remember two episodes ago where we said combine the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets, <laughs> the Super Team, the Duggets. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it's one of those things where if it. If it would have went to the next round, it would have been different. Um, but, dude, I tell you what, that durability and the the durability of the Denver Nuggets team has been, like, one of the most wild things that I've ever seen. We talked about how, like, the Denver Nuggets got to be tired uh, after playing that freaking amazing series with the Jazz. They're 3-1. Everyone said, all right, gentlemen, sweep. 
and the Denver Nuggets. All right, 3-2. All right, okay, you know, they got it next round. 3-3. Oh, 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 here we go. Yo, and let's not forget the Denver Nuggets were down 3-1 against the Jazz and came back and won. They're the only team ever in the NBA history who's come down for two 3-1 deficits. And I'll say this right now. I'll in put, a row. I will put, I will put, like, money in my mouth online. If the Lakers are up 3-1 on the Denver Nuggets, no one is safe. No, I, <laughs> no I'm, one is safe. I'm if against Den- you on that. If the Denver Nuggets somehow go down 3-1 on the Lakers and the Denver Nuggets come up and win. Go down on the Lakers. Shut up. Um, <laughs> That's what he said. I think, the, I think the Denver Nuggets have unlocked the secret. Go down 3-1 and then dominate for four games. Like, it's It's amazing. It's amazing. No, I think, and it is. I mean, dude, just think about the Lakers and like, four. I'm just kidding. Nuggets, Tuggets, Fuggets, Lakers and four. <laughs> I mean, that team. That team looked. That team looked. Uh, that team looked amazing. Right, they were passing the ball around. Jokic looked amazing. Everything looked amazing. I mean, they were shooting threes. They had a double team, Jokic, and then left someone else open. And the Nuggets. I mean, it was phenomenal game to watch. I would say it's one of the best games I've seen like like the just everything. No, for sure. It's not like the LeBron down 3-1 finals with the 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 that Golden State topped up. But that was a whole event. I mean, let's be honest. There's probably a lot of people in Vegas right now pissed off. And fun fact, I just looked it up and so I can check Google helped me. Um the Nuggets are the only team to win two consecutive Game 7s. Dude, the like that's the thing that really just shocks me. It's like Amazing. seven games. Dude, I, I said it on this podcast. of like I said, maybe Jamal Murray and the Joker might get them one game, but Clippers in five. Huh. And then little did I know that the, the Jamal Murray and Jokic <laughs> would get to the seventh game and – have more energy than the Clippers. Apparently, the Clippers like yeah, were, awful were, load energy, and they apparently were like, um, like they would come to talk Doc Rivers and be like, I can't, I can't breathe. Like I need, <laughs> I need somebody to go in and like Jamal Murray's like talk? on his like 180th minute of the playoffs, and it's like, bro, I'm chill. on what you need? I saw a stat. It said Doc Rivers has lost three. Count them three. Three one advantages. Poor guy. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I know no, it's it definitely like 03 against the Pistons, and then when he was the head coach of the. So that's who Clippers was when he was with the Celtics. Who was he with when he lost to the Pistons? I don't know. I just said he was with the Pistons or against the Pistons. Okay, good to know. But, but I know it was definitely with the Clippers against Houston. Yeah, the Rockets. Blake Griffin had to play point guard. Oh, yeah. Woo boy. Bro, CP3, man. What a legend. Winston-Salem native. Whoop, whoop. Um, Yes, sir. Now, I do have to ask you this, because I think that the Clippers were probably, other than the Lakers, the most hyped about team in in probably 2019, 2020. Everyone said, everyone, everyone I talked to was like, Clippers and Lakers are going to be the true actual championship game when they come down to the finals because whoever comes out of the East is going to get demolished. <laughs> and now I think to myself, it's definitely going to be demolished. We have no idea what's going to happen. And I think maybe it is the bubble. Maybe it is because it's the bubble. And, like, everyone's there. I don't know. I think I think that this lo- – you, you said it earlier. I think that that load management, while in theory it was good, but – 
when they needed it the most, when they needed their ti- their guys to have the most the best cardio, um, they they didn't. Um, and I think that that's that was the downfall of the Clippers. Speaking of load management, Jamal Murray's girlfriend really helped them through that series. Huh? Yep. So moving on, it's a good transition. No, it's not. <laughs> no, but I but them. but before we kind of move on, I do want to ask you, you because it is one of the like I think that this was probably the biggest disappointment of sports this year of like somebody who didn't live up to expectations. So I had I have to ask you, in recent memory, who do you think is the biggest disappointment of a team that um, just was great, had all the pieces but just didn't live up to that expectation? Um it's it's hard to say. I would say um, I have two in mind. Um, the when the year that the Patriots went undefeated and they played the Giants, and they lost. I think that was two thousand seven. Um, which I think, time? Uh, I think the first the one first when they were sixteen the and after, zero. It was the year after we beat the Seahawks. So he doesn't think of time in years. He thinks of times in Steelers beating teams. Um, I think it was like the year before we lost to the Packers. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Here in America, we don't count. BC eighty, we don't care. How many times do the Steelers play you? When do they do? Who do they? Yeah, beat? we don't use the metrics as we use when do the Steelers play? Connor said. Connor said. Okay, thank you. Oh, that's funny. I think that. I mean, this effect like they went undefeated and they looked like they were going to be like the number one thing, and then. To the Giants, like the Giants were like, I'm pretty sure were either nine and seven or eight and eight that year. Like they squeaked into the playoffs as is and got they did it twice. Yeah, and that's the same, dude. You, hey, you're shout out right. to them though, dude. Shout out to them, Eli Manning and the Eagles. Yeah, but the Giants doing it twice. The Eagles look good. I think the Eagles <laughs> looked impressive. I think the Giants, like when they came in, if you would you transform me. Freaking twelve years ago, and say the Giants. Money down to the Giants. <laughs> yeah, the Giants are going eight and eight and are gonna win two championships. I would have told you you were smoking crack. But I, for me, almanac. Dude, for me, I think it was the first year um, that the super team for the Miami Heat kind of got together. Um, that year, I think it was 2011, where LeBron, Chris Bosh, D. Wade, um, all those guys had been together for the first time, and they lost in the finals to the Dallas Mavericks, which, I mean, Dirk, like, they Dirk's They underestimated Dirk. that team. I think everybody underestimated that team, but when you look at it, like, there should be no reason why, oh, like, yeah. the Dallas Mavericks, Dirk, Jason Terry. Well, I mean, another super that team. That team was great. Another super team. I was think great. that that I think that team was decent. I think that the that Miami Heat team hadn't found their chemistry. Don't well, forget I mean, Sean Marion. Sean Marion sucks. Defensively, he don't suck. At the time, he was very good. So I, mean, other, I guess you can say the other thing: Golden State blowing a three-one lead to the Cavaliers. That's another one. I mean. Another another disappointment. Uh, the Cleveland Indian. Now I'm loving. I love this because I'm a Cubs fan. But the Cleveland Indians, the same year, blowing a three one lead to the Cubs in the Nothing World Series. Nothing is good in Cleveland. Oh, Every yeah. time you win, yes, you sir. lose. Yeah. What what's your what, Avery? What's your probably biggest disappointment for me? Or like a team that you had that just didn't live up to expectations in recent memory. Twenty seventeen Steelers. Oh my god. <laughs> You're saying my opinion. I swear to it God, the, it every was our day. year, bro. Last year we had Bell and AB beat the Dolphins, lost to. The they f- did have a stacked team. That was pretty. Shazier good. went down, lost to the Jags. 
let Bortles put 43 on us. <laughs> I'll say this, though. Actually, Blake, it was 45. We had Sig, Sig smoking Blake Bortles. We had 43. We let Bortles dink and diamond run for those third down on 10s. Fun fact, I thought... I never been so, so the same pain. way, the same way in which I feel about Mitch Trubisky, which I think he's actually a decent quarterback, was the same way that I felt about uh, Blake Bortles. Didn't look at with the first three quarters, but before we start getting into football, Mitch Trubisky our... sucks, bro. Don't try uh, him I, I, every I, I, in his I, I, life I, like that. We he's will we will settle can. this in court, but before we before we move on to court. football, we got to talk about the other playoffs going on right now. We have to talk about the Boston Celtics and the Heat. R.I.P. Jason Tatum's wrist. R.I.P. to the – bro, I love this matchup. I have been craving this matchup for the longest time. Um, I think that the Heat are a scrappy, young, upstart team. They have veteran leadership with Jimmy Butler. Um, I think that the Celtics – I think the Celtics might still pull it out. I said the Celtics were going to win in six. Um, but who knows, man? I mean – the Denver it, it, Nuggets beat the Clippers. Yeah, the, Denver, yeah, the Denver Nuggets beat the Clippers. So is is really anything's possible? And the Heat, like they're like they have like they have players too. Like uh, they have Bam, they have Jimmy Butler. Bam's um, block in the end, dude. Just, J- Bam's bo- block in the end was remarkable. I I'll say this though, I'm blanking on the dude's name. The dude who took the th- tried taking the three point shot to seal the deal before overtime happens. I'm pretty Ooh. sure it was Jason Tatum. I think it, it might have been Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum going up, shooting a three, misses. And then it is your one job. You needed to get that ball into the rim. And Bam was just like, no. Bro, his hand was like horizontal. I mean, it was... Looked, I thought this dude was going to break this dude's wrist on the back. Like, it looked, on against dude, him. I tell you and what. And his wrist came back and then pushed that ball against the I know you. I, was, I know you like, have to do it. Amazing. I know you have to do it, but like, if somehow Jason Tatum would have slammed on Bam, bro, that would have been literally... The internet would have exploded. Po- in- have internet, poster. I, I, poster. Think, I think that that would have been, and this is a hot take, but I think that it would have been on the same like wavelength that when uh, uh, LeBron James dunked on, I think it was Jason Terry when he was on the Celtics yeah. back in like 2000 or two, 2011 or something, I think that it would have been like that. Like that oh, would have been the, crazy. The, that man came in there and I said, it's over. He's yeah, he was get, ferocious he was, too. And then I don't know what it was, that dude's wrist, and I said, I my wrist would have snapped and he pushed that ball down. Yeah. I mean, the energy they wield, I think it matters. In, I think it matters, the energy. Oh, yeah. Because – at least Boston played till the end. The mm-hmm. Clippers looked like they were like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, and that's where that cardio that they've been pushing off for so long has been kind of uh, kind of struggling. That That's why they're struggling. Um, but I do think, like I, I know I said it last time, but if I don't think that they have enough ju- – like I, I know I might curse myself, but I don't know if they have enough juice well, we to go to game – But, bro, if they can go to game se- – like who's stopping LeBron? That That's a good point. Well, my, who's stopping AD? My well, the Joker can kind of spread them out a little bit my, further. My thing, my thing is this. Mm. Everyone on the Denver Nuggets team looked solid. Yeah. Not everyone on the Lakers teams look solid. You know, Because and, the thing is – yeah, LeBron can do great. Anthony Davis can do great. But if your average player on the Nuggets or the Heat team can play at a longer time, longer than these stars, you're going to get points. Because the thing is, the Lakers, 
I think are the smartest defensive team wise. They shut down the Rockets and the Rockets score threes, but you're not going small ball against the Denver Nuggets. Jokic yeah. is huge. I mean, unless you foul him out. I I would rather if I was to create a team, I think that I would much rather have Joker than uh, or no AD than the Joker, yeah, just yeah. because I think AD has that ability to go back to the basket, also kind of spread the floor, hit a three ball every once in a while, where the Joker. He doesn't have that big bodiness. He doesn't have the fat joker that he used to have of like now he kinda like is more of a shooter, spot up shooter. He looked um, he looked great to shoot the ball, ball though. I just oh, yeah. think <laughs> say, say what, hold on before you say, say what, what you said, said uh, today. I said that he looks like a man who does not enjoy playing basketball, playing basketball on the field. But the way he moves, he's just like Oh, I'd rather throw the ball. Like they're double teaming and he's just bouncing and uh, he's just—he's so like he's, he's his his movements look so unrefined. Like LeBron, like behind the back pass. Like he did one where he did behind his back and everything. I thought it was great, but like I think it was um Jimmy uh the, maybe it was Bam or someone on the Heat team was just like I love this sport about playing and I could see Jokic being like No, I hate basketball. I'm just very good at it. Like I get a lot of money. I send I get money. I send it home. I it pays bills. He's just like Listen, I I like bowling or interpretive dance more. But I'm just so good. Like you imagine interpretive dance. Seven foot one, Nicolo Jokic. I went down him, but let's let's he probably kill it. So, were you you were you were about to say something and I cut no, you off? I, no, no, <laughs> no. So, you, you, I'm just stressed. I now all kind of transition us, but you were talking about good teams and bad teams. I tell you what, I and I I think this is a hot take, but I think that the Texans are in a load of trouble. They need to get Odell. That would be wild. I, I think that they need to get nuts. I think they need to get a Quentin Nelson. I'll see this. Alignment? Yeah, dude. Bro, Deshaun Watson Thursday night. Sure I have was, my names right. Yeah. Like well, the Chiefs Thursday night. I know that they had they have a deep but they're like middle of the pack. They're that's not, the thing. I this, think the that they're Steelers a middle of the pack. line if they ever went against D line. D line. They're they're going yeah. up against them this week. Yeah, like this. <laughs> oh, no, they play the Ravens this week. The Ravens. Next week? We play the Broncos. No, I isn't it next week y'all yeah, play each other? We play the Texans, I think. That's what like RIP. Like, I'll say this. Biggest upsets. I'll, I'll quickly run down my biggest upsets right now. One, Chiefs, not an upset. They look like they're going to win again. We're moving on from that. I would say this, though. Whoa. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Panthers' offense, to me, surprisingly looked really well. Their defense, I didn't, that didn't surprise me just because they have not. all – I mean, yeah, the, the offense – the offense DJ had Mark, all Harrison, of the – Yeah, they Christian had all Patrick. the tools. They're about to sign um, Delaney Walker. That'd be interesting. Uh, That's what I read. So, um, their offensive line still has much to be desired. But it's always needed to be desired. Yeah. But <laughs> I think it is one of those things where th they did have one. Um, dude, Are is the Washington football team, like, a good team? I'll say this. No, their division sucks. Bro, but the Eagles jumped out to an early 17-0 lead. And then they and then, was like 20-something. Yeah. I'll say seven. this. Ron Rivera is a, defense, the is a defensive-minded coach. I don't know who called plays for the for the defense for the for the Washington football team. I'm just gonna call them Washington, dude. They have the best edge rusher, like ever to come out of college, ever, on that team now. And their front was pretty solid. And they took they, and Car they, they, they were took given Carson the business Wiss behind the behind the shed. Someone <laughs> said. Someone said. 
are we have busted coverage. Bring the front, and the front broke. Dude, yeah. and, they and got like Montez. Can you? Yeah. The Eagles have injured linemen, but Carson Wentz went from, yo, this dude is on an MVP season to. This dude is running for his life. Yeah. It was one of those things where literally it changed from uh, going from like driving down literally on the first drive of the game, throwing a touchdown to Jack, uh, Zach Ertz, and then like three quarters later, he's running hey, for, his coming for his life. <laughs> like his dude, goal, I tell you what, dude, Chase that, Young is that dude. I, I think that was a met. Like Ron Rivera getting fired by the Panthers, uh, you know, all that stuff. He picked. He's a defensive-minded coach. Always has been. He picked up the like. He's he knows what he wants. I'll say this: Miles Garrett, amazing. Nick, enjoy Bosa, amazing. TJ the, Watt. Those TJ Watt, um, JJ Watt, all those guys, amazing. Him, Chase Young, he's gonna be better than all of them if he's interesting. Healthy. That's think, a hot take. I think maybe TJ on the Texans has like a. JJ? JJ, my fault. Yeah, JJ Watt on the Texans is still, I think, one of the greatest to ever play. He single handedly beat Buffalo one week. I watched a documentary about that. <laughs> yeah. But he no, nah, he like he one hand caught a, like something a, something nuts. Yeah, he one hand like, caught a, a interception and then returned it for he, a touchdown in the playoffs. I'll say this. The person I know they don't play the same position, but Chase Young reminds me of Palamalu. Like playing like with that same. <laughs> Troy Palamalu. What? I think so, like, just, like, the way he plays and, like, how smart he is. Like, even now, like, it's been one game. He looked – that dude is going to be double teams. <clears throat> I think I think that he is going to be dominant. He reminds um, me of Aaron Donald, not a safety. I, Aaron, another, I think – Another upset. See, Aaron I'm Donald going to be honest with you. went through the Cowboys line. Oh, yeah, line. dude. Like, Aaron Donald was just Bro, a piece. He threw but, Zeke back, like, six feet. In but Zeke's a, a – 230 pounds where uh, Aaron Donald's freaking 300. Also, can we talk about his stomach tattoo that says feed me? Um, And it has a spoon. It's like, you went a little overboard with the spoon, dog. Um, But I told you this too. And I told you this earlier. I think that it's one of those things where Aaron Donald gets opened up by that good defensive scheme that they have because it's not i mean he sure he can literally just go between two blockers and just keep on rolling he, that man could be a ballerina with his agility and be perfectly fine I oh mean, yeah no oh it's his like traps really so i mean i'll say this the rams i think are the epitome of a team that shot themselves in the foot and decided to play smart not played by the best. Yeah. So, like, they don't have, like, any player that was, like, amazing. <coughs> Maybe besides Jalen Ramsey, but... Yeah. And Aaron Donald, but... You know, they don't have anyone on, like, the offense that, like, they're, like, Todd Gurley, like... I mean, Cooper hey, Cup Cooper great. Cup just got Robert, paid, Robert boy. Robert good, mm. but... I think Sean McVay said, we're only... We're not running that many plays, but the plays we do run, you're not gonna stop us. Yeah, I I think that another... Another team that shocked me in this... We talked about the lock of the week, um... Is the Jaguars beating the Colts? Gardner Minshew went like what one incomplete Dude, pass. Dude, I tell you what, people sleep on Gardner Minshew. Okay. I mean, Gardner Minshew, like Gardner Minshew. If you look at his stats from last year, I'm pretty sure he had like fourteen. To, like he only played like half the year, but I'm pretty sure he had like fourteen or fifteen touchdowns, like four interceptions, and it's like that is not a he, bad ratio. And also, he's playing for Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, and D- Jacksonville's offensive line sucks. I mean, DJ Chark, I mean, he's, he's a player, but, like, 
They lost Leonard Fournette. They didn't know what's going on with running back. Gardner Mitchell went out there and balled out. But even then, the Jacksonville defense still looks to be somewhat there. Like, they picked Phillip Rivers off, but Phillip Rivers is known for, like, throwing some nasty picks. Yeah, and that's the thing is that I thought that I thought that Phillip Rivers was going to come back and he was going to be that guy. Um, just because, like, I thought that the talent that Phillip Rivers has always had his entire career has made him be seen as a lesser quarterback than he is. Where he, like, when he has people like T.Y. Hilton, like, like Jack Doyle, like, where he can spin it to him, then that's where he'll be. Um, but he, but I think that Phil. Like, I think Phil Rivers is going through the Tom Brady disease of Father Times just finally catching up to him. Um, and that kind of, dude, Tom Brady also looked tough. I'll I mean, say this, though, about Tom Brady. Phillip Rivers was fighting in that game. They did a lot of running. There was a few balls placed by Tom Brady. Perfect. And if him and Mike Evans can get on the same level. I think they will. I think, I think they will. I think Tom Brady's got, like, he's in, he's like LeBron, just inhuman. Maybe two years. Philip Rivers is done after one year contract with the with the Colts. I'd say like the Colts probably might bring him back as a backup or whatever. But um, I think Tom Brady is going to play through these next two games and do. I give him to like I said. I think week five you're going to see Tom Brady firing on all cylinders with like an offense like the best he's ever had. Yeah, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, all of them. No, and I I completely agree. I think that it is going to take. I mean, because it is such a new system, it is new people, new personnel. Um, I think that it is going to take time for that chemistry to get built up. And I think that football chemistry kind of gets overlooked, um, just because they're like, oh, just run the ball, like. But like, the receiver they, and the quarterback have to. Know yes, they're on exactly. The same when they're on the same page, and I think Aaron Rodgers showed that perfectly With this Devontae week. Adams? Of like. He knows exactly where Devontae Adams is going to be. And Devontae Adams knows exactly where the ball is going to be. be. And so I think when that's the case, then you see what you saw in Green Bay of them just taking off, scoring 42 points on the Minnesota Vikings, which notoriously have shut down Aaron Rodgers massively. Um, And so I think that – I think the Buccaneers are sooner or later going to get it. um, But I think they're going to get it together. But I think that the Green Bay – I think the Green Bay Packers, I know that – it's kind of a, it's not really a steep, like a sleeper pick, uh, just because they went like thirteen and three and made it to the NFC Championship. They got ran over. Oh yeah, but it was one of those things where like they looked dominant, and I feel now, like the Green Bay Packers, even though they won thirteen games last year, they didn't look dominant. Not like they did against the I'll Minnesota say this, Vikings. Though, Aaron Rodgers the past few years have had a stretch of games where he does look great, and then it goes back to like somewhat of an older Rodgers of like not as good. <laughs> But I think that chip on the shoulder he has where he's like, you're going to draft my replacement? Boy, get out Good of luck. Now, and not only that, but apparently that oh, he went on Pat McAfee's show like last week or two weeks ago, and he said that this is the first year where he like his arm hasn't been hurting. And it's like... How does this happen? This isn't how this is supposed yeah. to work. And it's like... Cooper Cup tearing an ACL, getting faster afterwards, freaking the the man with the biggest well, cannon. I think, I think that like, it's... Well, my arm doesn't hurt. You've played for like freaking 15 years. Yeah, but, it, but, the, but he also doesn't have the wear and tear of training camp and preseason and more reps, more throws. And I think there is kind of a, a kind of a, a value in that, um, having more reps, kind of like we talked about with the Clippers of, like, practice. But um, I think that it's one of those things where you just, like, Aaron Rodgers might be that dude. 
He's always, he's always been. been that dude, bro. Yeah, but like Never Aaron Rodgers for like Aaron Rodgers going into this season, some were saying was like top eight, like number eight on the quarterbacks, and like Aaron Rodgers is like y'all better y'all better put oh some respect on my you name. You want to say quarterback look good? Now nah, he's always looked good. Lamar Jackson throwing look. Oh, I thought you were talking about Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson. Yes. I I I made this hot take last week, and we'll talk about Lamar Jackson. But I think this might be Russell Wilson's year to get an MVP. He deserves it. Listen, I, dude, I'm Russell so Wilson has never got an MVP vote. That sounds never. That sounds disrespectful. Um, I'll say this though, I was listening to fan, Fantasy Footballers, the, the the podcast that they have. He had like, I think three passes one of them was dropped and the guy was like i'm assuming the other two were as well because he was on some we're talking about russell wilson or lamar yeah, like, okay he had like like he had like 80 percent some like 84 percent completion that's that's ludicrous like he listen people are talking about how like the atlanta falcons the the it's kind of funny i'll say about the, my division with the panthers they're saying that my division the panthers you know was going to be like this dominant buzz off the falcons Got them. Like they they fought hard, but the Seahawks demolished that secondary. Michael Thomas is now injured, and Tom Brady doesn't look as hot. So I'm like, the division that people thought was going to be like top stuff is and, looking a little they, rough week and, one. And uh, the Washington football team is head on the NFC East rankings, which no one expected. Uh, oh yeah, I, I honestly didn't think the Saints looked good either. I think that the Saints... They got gifted a few things like that. I think that it's one of those things where the Saints are going to do what the Saints are going to do. And I think that Drew Brees, when it comes down to it... Because I think what happened was is that they don't want Drew Brees to throw it 50 times, 60 times a game like he had done in the past. And so I think that they're going to rely a lot more on Latavius Murray, uh, Alvin Kamara, um, and get get that running game going. And... You're right. That running game was going, and uh, Alvin Kamara did look good. You know who um, did look good? Saquon Barkley. Yes, sir. Oh, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on, hold on. I will say that the, he hasn't been talking for 20 minutes. Yeah. It comes alive when we start talking about yes, sir. the combination of the Giants being absolute garbage. Yes, sir. And the Steelers' defense being great, I think, led to Saquon looking terrible. But, yes, sir. Um, I swear to God, if you say yes, sir, one more time. I will put a hex on the Steelers. Real talk. I will. Big Ben. Um, Juju looked good, though. Juju did look like, good. Last year, Juju looked terrible. He didn't I mean, he didn't look terrible. Like He didn't have but, a quarterback. Uh, and then you put Big Ben in, and Juju's going off. Like, but like, it, it goes back to that chemistry. Once you get that chemistry with a guy, like then you can actually start knowing where the ball is going to be. And I feel like Juju kind of knew where the ball was going to be with kind of Big Ben and everything else. Um, and I I think that there was a lot of, like, there were a lot of good games. Um some some very surprising games for me. It was eagle or for me. I thought the Jaguars were gonna be or get demolished Who by the Colts. The Jaguars suck so much. They suck at tanking. Honestly, I'll say this. So let's get back to our pick of the weeks. We all lost. We I all the lost. And the Dolphins, Avery, who'd you have? He had the, I had the Colts over the Jags, and I had the Eagles over the Washington Football. We all had some hot booty takes. Bro, no. but honestly, everyone else did too. <coughs> everyone, every analysis picked the Colts. Yeah. And guess what? They had some hot booty takes as well. <laughs> I, I, what you did was wrong, and what I did was wrong. It doesn't matter. So let's. let's All right, my, my I'm going to start off with my lock of the week. 
I think my lock of the week is the Packers, which are six-point favorites over the Detroit Lions. Um, I talked about just a little bit ago how Aaron Rodgers might be that dude. Um, and if he looks nearly as confident, nearly as slinging that thing, slinging the rock like he he's did, he's going to beat the crap out of the Lions. Oh, we forgot to talk about DeAndre Swift dropping the ball in the end zone. He's officially a Lion. I think Matthew Stafford should just leave the Lions. <laughs> I don't, dude. With this like stacked quarterback core that we have, where like where wherever you go, you can see a Drew Brees or Russell Wilson. You can go and see a Big Ben or a Lamar. Like I think that if Matthew Sta- if Matthew Stafford went somewhere, I can maybe see him go to like the Oakland Raiders and like start and make them a decent team. But like. I don't know where he would go. Like, he's a top-ten quarterback, Bump no it. doubt. Bring him to Chicago. Replace Trubisky. Bro, that'd be wild, actually. Trubisky, let's be honest. Trubisky did win in that game, but he was the worst-looking quarterback in three quarters. But, I tell you, but, I'm, but I'm telling you, dude. It was like, so I, bad. Allen Robinson said, get me out of here. No, and I get that. But, bro, you know who used to be like that? That same way? Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, for a while, would, like, Literally not show up until the fourth quarter. Sling that thing. Come from an 18-point deficit in the fourth quarter. But for the first three quarters, he was like 0 for 8, two interceptions. It's like, bro, Matthew, where you been, dog? Uh, but my pick, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to incinerate the Miami Dolphins. What's the, what's the spread? Uh, I need to look at that. Six? All right, so you're going. Oh, it's five and a half. So um, you're saying the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Miami Dolphins. I'm saying that the Packers are beating the Buffalo Bills. How many points they have over the Jets? Yeah, I mean it was. I mean they. Josh Allen. No one could stop that man running. And the Jets suck. And listen, I think Miami is probably the third best team in that division. Nobody. Nobody is. That was a rough yeah. Um, Avery, who you got? I need to look. Uh, I'm fine. I'm not, I only knew who New the York Giants, were Chicago, Atlanta. I'll take Dallas. Arizona over Washington. Six, so six and, six and a half points. He's going Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins looked really good. He did look really good. DeAndre said, uh, "Texans, uh, how you doing?" He said, uh, "The best, the best defense in the league last year. Uh, I'm gonna make you guys look like chumps." And Kyler Murray looked really good running the ball. Yeah, yeah, and dude, that's the thing is that if they if they can get going, if they can start rocking and rolling, where they get DeAndre Hopkins going, they get Kyler Murray going, maybe even get Kenyon Drake going. Larry. I mean. Larry Fitzgerald. I hope Larry wins a ring. Dude, My me God. too. But, uh, dude, I tell you what, they, they look good. They did look good. All right, so uh, Avery's got Cardinals over covering the six-and-a-half-point spread right. over the Washington Redskins. Um, you football have, team, Jacob, football team. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I have that the Green Bay Packers are going to beat the six-point spread over the Lions. And then you yeah, have the Bills – Going over the five and a half point spread over the Dolphins. Yes, it's only five. What do you What do you mean it's only five? Oh, five and a half points. Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Oh, another thing we got to talk about, bro. Big Ten's back, and you know why the Big Ten's back? Ohio State. Ohio State, bro. Playing. 
I think that if Ohio State, I think that if the Ohio State Buckeyes weren't as good as they are now, Big Ten would still stay canceled. Because, like, Michigan, even though every year they're like, Michigan is going to win. And I love my boy Jim Harbaugh to death. He's the reason why I became a 49ers fan. But, like, every year they're like, Michigan's going to go to the national championship, and he never does. Um, <laughs> but Ohio State, like, legitimately in the ranks, I think it's, like, Clemson. Then I think it's Ohio State. Like, they're number two. And if they weren't playing, like – that was going to be a deep, deep missed opportunity to get a ring. Because, yeah. honestly, I could very well see Justin Fields and that whole team kind of going to the championship and winning. Maybe – or, at minimum, seeing Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields in the, the national championship, which would be amazing. i got to ask this, though. Trevor Lawrence lost to Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers – Ohio State goes up against Clemson. Clemson loses again. Is Trevor Lawrence dropping a little bit on the football ranking of uh, no, prodigies? No, I don't. I don't think so. Just because, like, I think that one thing that Trevor Lawrence has that the only person that I can think of off the top of my head that's like this is I can com- only compare him to Tim Tebow, and that's. And the reason why is because he has that consistency that nobody else Trevor in real – Yeah. With that, Tim Tebow, the man who bounced around the league three or four times and then – No, we're, I'm talking about college football Tim oh, Tebow. okay. Well, see. The There's, one that won two Heismans, uh, the one that brought uh, the Florida Gators into the, the – like the, the team that had like the most crime. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, one thing that that – what Trevor Lawrence has, and I think he'll be heads and bounds above Tim Tebow in the NFL. But Tim Tebow, if you're listening, we love to have you. Love to have you. Jesus Christ, big, big fan. Even, Even though, though Connor, Connor dropped, dropped an F bomb earlier, um, we, we can, can edit it out. We all say it Hallelujah! It's better um, to ask for forgiveness than permission. I feel like that's not a thing. That I feel like that should be applied to Christianity, but that's a whole different thing. That's a whole different thing. Let me. Let me just go ask for forgiveness for raping someone. I was talking about something that vulgar. No, I'm just Whoa. I'm just messing with you. But I think that Canceled. Trevor Lawrence has that consistency since his freshman year, year in, year out. He's been the guy for Clemson. He's been arguably the top three, top yeah, top three uh, quarterback in the in the nation. Let's not also drop the fact that his. Losing to LSU was his first loss he's ever experienced. Yeah, that's wild. Like, someone said that to me, which is like, he won every game with Clemson and then won every game again next year, and if he beat Joe Reds too, if he wins every game this year and then beats Ohio State, he's lost one game. I think that would have to be... And then he goes to, like, the Jaguars and who live who lose, like, ten games in a row. He's like, bro, what? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, please go to the Panthers. Love Teddy, but you sit behind him for a year. Well, apparently, I, from what I hear, from what I heard, I think it was, like, Cardell Jones was, like... It, I, I swear it was something to the extent of, like, when he got on, like, the Raiders or the Texans or something, he was like... This is the most losses that I've had in my entire football career, including high school and middle school. I'm like, 
Bro, what? <laughs> bro, bro, people are, like, they talk about, like, ma- making it to the state championship as, like, their high point in their football career, like, of all time. Those old guys were like, I made it to the state championship. Like, way to go, like, 50 years ago. Trevor Moore's like, I lost one time in college. <laughs> one. Dude, I feel you, dog. Dude, I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is that dude, but I think Justin Fields... He he's no slouch either. No, he's gonna make a franchise very very happy. Dude, I hate to say this, but if you have the possibility, say you're the Saints and you get the twentieth pick or something like that, would you try to trade up to get a Justin Fields, or are you just are you set on Jameis or even Taysom Hill? kind of taking over the kingdom for Drew. Because, bro, honestly, if Drew doesn't retire after this year, like, I hate to be like this, but it's like, but it's like, bro, like, hang it up. Well, the one thing I did see was talking about, I think it was, who was the dude who played for Green Bay before Rodgers? Who was like, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, Brett Favre said, you play until they rip the jersey off you. Which, yeah, but it's which, like, which is, I don't <laughs> I don't know if Brett, Brett Favre's Favre, the person. To, uh, if Brett Favre retired, he never had the the interception by like the Saints. He's like, you could have ran the ball, trying to fifty six yards. That one is a good. That is a good clip. Your number one goal in quarterback school is to not throw across your body. You cannot do that. This ain't high school, man. This is a championship. So. He just progressively started screaming more and more. But I'll say this. Most of the white guys. If. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Whatever division he goes into, I pray to God it is not in the same division with Lamar, Russell, or Patrick. That would be nuts. Could you imagine Trevor Lawrence as a rookie becoming successful? Playing against Patrick, Lamar, or Russell, twice. like God, I I do I do understand that like the worst players go to the worst teams, but it's like watching Joe Burrow out there for Cincinnati. It's like I wish he sat behind someone for all. Dude, I'm gonna things. be honest he with you. He looked good at the fourth he quarter. He looked good. I I really don't know. They got screwed. I really don't know. Like usually. Like, when we have these things, we look at teams, and we look at, like, teams who need a quarterback. But I feel like the teams who, like, legitimately are looking for, like, a quarterback is very few. Like, maybe the Bears, maybe the Raiders. They triple down on Trubisky. They, they better like the titty kisser. I'm weak. But other than that, like, who can y'all think of, like, I'll tell you right now. I'll say I'll say a couple of teams right now. I'd say like if given the chance to replace a quarterback with a better one, they do it. Um, I think Jacksonville. If if Gardner Mitchell can win oh, six, yeah. like three or four no. games, he's fine. Jacksonville Bears, the Bears for sure. I I the honestly Raiders, think the Raiders, Carolina. Thank you, Carolina. Um, yeah. No, like love Teddy, but like if Trevor, if we suck. Well, that's the thing is that two, I thought that y'all should have gave Teddy like a two year. Contract instead of a four-year contract. It was three. Because I I know that when I saw that contract, I was like, bro, they really like going all in on this man Teddy, and I don't think Teddy Two Gloves is that great. Now I'll say this: I think he matched well with the Joe Burrow style offense. He came from the Saints. Jameis Winston, I think, is a startable quarterback if he doesn't throw thirty interceptions. I think he got LASIK, bro. I think Jameis Winston is going to be good. He got LASIK. He can see license plates. Um... (laughs) He can see highway signs. I, th- I think it'd be hilarious if 
the Buccaneers, you know, they take Brady. And who's the backup to Brady? Josh, right now? Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, I think. I would love to. But I saw also in that Saints game that Josh Rosen wasn't dressed out. He, and I was like. He's on the practice. He's like on the practice squad. Then who's behind? Uh, he'd be one of the players you just automatically bring up from the practice. No, but your backup's always the one that's dressed out. Josh Rosen would be the third in line. I hope Josh Rosen does succeed. He did a lot of stuff with Black Lives Matter and everything. I think I think he's I mean, can you imagine being drafted first overall to the worst team in the league and then getting traded to the other worst team in the league yeah. and then being dropped? Like you want to talk about like just like the exact opposite of a Trevor Lawrence college career. You know? yeah. Um you I'll go 0-12 as a starter. I'll say this though. Football is looking good. It's I hate a, oh, to yeah. say it. No positive COVID tests. I'll, hold, I'll say this, though. The NFL also said concussions don't happen. I'll, have, I'll leave that statement there. I wonder how... I wonder, like... We talked about this on the show one of the first episodes we had back. But I wonder how many times or how often it does happen of, like, somebody, like a big-name, important person gets COVID. And, like... If Patrick Mahomes got COVID in a win must-win game. I don't think the Chiefs are going to be like, well, I wonder if the like, I wonder if it, the NFL, I wonder if the NFL itself is like, well, I think it'd be rough charge of it because it down to the owners. Because Roger Goodell could step in and say, I don't want any big name players getting sick. But if Tom Brady got COVID and the Bucks were like, we're sitting him. What is Goodell going to say to the Raiders or I mean to the, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Like, that was a bad movie. Wanted him to play the the Buccaneers. Like this is like the goat. Yeah. Now I'll say this though. Moving into the playoffs, the MLB is starting to do their own bubble that the basketball and hockey's done, and they have had the most COVID positive tests. Yeah. Out of any league. Yeah. So how do you think a bubble is going to work for baseball? I think a bubble. If the, the problem that I think happened with baseball is that they were too, a little bit too lax on testing um, because they didn't do what the NBA did or the, even the NFL did of, like, testing them yeah, four, or you, five, six watch, times a week. If you watch, like, the, the Panthers, a uh, shout-out to their, like, um, their, like, YouTube channel and they have, like, the like, road to restart and everything. Yo, they're, like, freaking using, like, ultraviolet, like, beam death rays in rooms, flashing it, like, everything dies. <laughs> and it's, like, we have these extra locker rooms. People get tested every day. They got sensor trackers. For freaking Marlins were, like, let's all just go to the strip but club together. But I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. Like, even though that definitely, like, was a bad thing, that hasn't, like, it's been fairly quiet since the kind of the Cardinals and I think that there was one – uh, athletics, like somebody on the athletics about um, three, four weeks ago who got it, and so they had to postpone that game. And I, I think, think there's been a case or two here or there, but it has, hasn't been nearly as much. Baseball has a luxury of po- postpone. Like, basketball postponed games when the players decided were striking. Yeah. Uh, football would postpone the 49ers game if, you know, the western half of the United States isn't on literal fire right now, which <laughs> yeah. needs to be helped. Um, they're like air quality. I said I watched. It was like Roger Goodell bribed nature to make sure air quality was good enough for that game. Yeah. Um, but the and I remember the only other time I remember a game being postponed for the NFL was maybe when like the hurricane was threatening the Miami. Yeah, Dolphins I think game. that. Uh, yeah, they, that they did. Moved, get, they moved yeah. bye weeks. But if like a team got like 
eliminated, like just completely gone, all COVID, the NFL would be like, we can't re- like they 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 probably have the ability to reschedule. Baseball's like, nah, you know, play in like the next three weeks. Like we don't care. You played like a million games anyway. Yeah. We'll catch up. No, it, it's one of those things where I think the co- like I think the situation is going to be a good one um, for the kind of the MLB. Um, it's going to make things even even better um, because you, Avery hit the nail on the head a couple weeks ago when he was talking about like they are the most lax, they are the most vulnerable of the major sports, um, and so if they can get that fixed, if they can figure out a way to kind of clean that up it would be it would do wonders and i think like we we are i think we're on the road right road um i think that it's going to be one of those things where we just got to make sure sports are bad Um, the sports all sports looking good vegas dallas going to the uh finals in hockey but the other team i don't know who it is Um, i don't know if it's been decided yet um the sharks and someone so I don't remember. I don't After the Hurricanes lost, I, I stopped following hockey. Yeah. Basketball's looking good. Um, football's looking good. I'm excited for week two. Jacob, you want to sign us off? Oh, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Y'all have a good week. Um, always remember that you're not only welcome here, but you're wanted. Um, we will see you guys next week.